With more than 200 accredited courses and more than 1,000 videos, the Police One Academy is a powerful online solution that provides department training programs with features that reduce time spent on records and policy management, credential tracking, and more. It is law enforcement training made simple and effective. For more information and to get a 30-day trial, visit www.policeoneacademy.com forward slash policing matters. Hello, and thank you for clicking, and thank you for listening to Policing Matters, the Police One podcast. I'm Doug Wiley. Hi, this is Jim Dudley. Jim, let's revisit a topic we've talked about before because it's an important one, um, and that is ambush attacks on police officers. Uh, in 2016, there were at minimum, at, by my count, 20 police officers across the United States killed in an ambush. Many others were ambushed and injured. Many others, Jesse Hartnett comes to mind back in January of uh, last year. He was attacked by some crazy radical jihadi in his squad car, and Jesse got out and returned fire, and um, you know is, is recovering. And that trial, I believe, is actually ongoing right now. Um, you know, but that was in Pennsylvania. We had play, uh, uh, fatal attacks, and just off the top of my head, Utah, Ohio, Maryland, Virginia. And of course, we remember um, the awful attack in Dallas, Texas, um, that killed uh, five officers. And you know, it's. It's just one of those things where we're seeing this increase. I think we've got we've certainly seen it increase in the last five years or more. Um, wh- what are some of the things that officers can do to help harden themselves and defend against ambush? Well, I think over the years uh, we've had the the high profile incidents that you described. I mean, everyone saw what happened in Dallas and. And the horrific events that happened there, but I mean, over the years, over the over the past few decades, we've seen attacks on officers in patrol cars, mm-hmm. uh, at police stations, um, while they're having their meal breaks and things like that. And so, I think it all comes down to to personal vigilance, to being aware of your surroundings. Uh, there's new technology emerging. Over the past couple of years, we've seen technology that can be installed in in radio cars and cruisers that would uh, alert officers inside the cab when there are people milling about or making an approach to their car. Um, There are a lot of agencies. I mean, uh, over half the agencies in America have less than, uh, I believe it's 200 officers. Mm -hmm. Many, many have less than 50 officers. Lots of agencies still ride in in one person uh, shifts. So you have a lot of individuals out there working the night watches, sitting in radio cars. Uh, In law enforcement in general, we've created this um, situation of uh, redesigning police stations and taking out the barriers that we had, the bollards or the the, um, anti-vehicle buildings, uh, bulletproof glass, metal uh, doors, and things like that. So we've created this sort of officer-friendly approach. We want to integrate into neighborhoods. And so that's part of the problem. We wanted officers to spend more time in the field uh, doing police reports on laptops Mm -hmm. in the front seat of their radio cars. And that's created a, a situation where you may have an officer with his head down or her head down writing a police report um, 
and and it's it's a situation that uh, somebody will, wishing to do you uh, ill um, to to do harm on you may take advantage of that kind of thing. So vigilance, your own vigilance is is number one. Technology could help. Couple other rules. Uh, if you can, and if it's not against apartment policy, don't do your your uh, police reports or your recap sheets at the front seat of your radio car. Uh, if you can, if you can dislodge that laptop, that tough book, get it out of there. Uh, go to someplace safe, another public building, a firehouse. Uh, Might get a meal out of that. Yeah, police station, uh, someplace uh, that you trust, and do it there if if it's permissible within your rules. Um, meal breaks. Uh, if there's more than one officer, certainly one faces uh, the door. Uh, I think I think almost every cop that I've ever known uh, does that anyway, on and off duty. Um, writing citations. Write, glance, write, glance, write, glance. Uh, the old style of writing that tag up against your steering wheel and peering over the top. Um, there are safer and better places to write that tag Maybe it's at the back of your radio car where you've put a, a, a physical block between you and, and the offender. Uh, maybe it's uh, taking a couple steps up on the sidewalk, uh, getting some cover behind a mailbox or something like that. Um, if your department has a recommendation, dis, a recommended distance uh, between your car and the vehicle uh, that you've stopped, you've got to stay within that. But uh, Look at your your uniform safety committees or your liaison officers who talk about officer safety and take a look at your your recommended procedures. Uh, And finally, uh, well, not finally, but on the coldest nights, you got to leave your window down. Um, That's something in San Francisco. We get pretty cold nights. We've done. Granted, we're not Minnesota. We're not South Dakota. We're not uh, Boston. Some of those really uh, cold uh, spots across the U.S., but if you can, keep that window down. And then finally, situational awareness. Uh, take threats seriously. If you get a uh, heightened awareness alert at your station, at your department, that somebody's made threats, you got to take them seriously. And it is just tombstone courage to think that, well, hey, it's not going to happen to me. Or if it happens to me, it's going to happen regardless of what I do. Those are those are false uh, ideas that, that you should get out of the mindset from having. If you have the information, take advantage of it. Do something different. And then I, I'd like to add, too, that I want to throw it on supervisors. If you're a shift sergeant and you know you've got um, a couple areas of town that are especially dangerous or, or maybe you've had an incident or there's some uh, ill will uh, towards uh, sworn law enforcement, hey, take a ride with that one officer car in that sector and uh, double up sometimes, uh, spend some time with that officer. Yeah, that's one of the things that I've written about in the past. And I know that many jurisdictions don't have this as an option. Um, But I think a lot of these threats are happening in places where you might be able to have two officer cars Mm -hmm. or more than more than one two officer car. I mean, in many cities, you're going to have three Four, you know, radio cars, one driver, and then you're going to have one car with two, right? Uh, a driver and a passenger. I think you know. You mentioned technology, and there was a fella, I think in Florida, mm-hmm. some couple of years ago. I don't know if this ever became a product or not, but he was working on this project to take backup cameras, the aftermarket type, where you can buy it from, and he put 
these aftermarket backup cameras on all around the squad car. And then he fed that signal into this into a small like um, Garmin style type of display screen, maybe a larger Garmin. And it had all four views. Now, I'm not saying you should be relying on that kind of cobbled together technology, but at least people are kind of having some outside of the box thinking. Um, and But it, it really does, you know, I don't want to say that technology is going to fix this problem. It's not. That's not the way that this is going to be fixed. If it ever, frankly, is fixed. But one of the things that I think that you raised uh, that I'd like to reemphasize is that, you know, as, as much as is possible, um, keep your situational awareness up. Don't rely on, on, on luck. Uh, luck is not a strategy and hope is not a tactic. And, you know, I think that cops out there need to, um, I think, I think in, in these days, in this time, um, I think all cops generally are out there. They know that there's a threat against them. But I think that one of the five tenets of the Below 100 program creeps in and complacency becomes a problem. Mm-hmm. And, you know, using another tenant uh, from, the, from the Below 100 program, you have to be asking and answering the question, what's important now? Mm-hmm. You know, is it important now for me to be having my head down writing uh, 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 my report? You know, or what's important now? You know, did I put my vest on today? Am I taking my 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 safety seriously? So I think that some using some basic fundamental concepts, um, you can kind of increase your situational awareness. You can increase your safety. You can harden yourself as a, as a target. Yeah. And um, and then of course what we have to do is we have to see when these ambush attacks take place that. If the state has it, that the highest level of penalty must be uh, sought after in in a court. Sure. If, if if in fact that the you know the subject is still alive. Sure. Um, and in many cases they they don't care and they they die in their in their attack. But yeah. yeah. Well, I think the 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 officer that you alluded to was a, a Palm Beach, Florida officer. Uh, it, in an article written on Police One by that famous writer, uh, Police One staff, uh, they wrote about uh, this this officer who came up with this um, this camera um, device. Uh, I believe he called it Stop Ambush. Hmm. It's called, and he's got a, a website called StopAmbush.com. I'm not endorsing his product, but it might be worth a look. I do know that other uh, agencies are buying um, other devices. Uh, that fits several cars. I know um, there's uh, one uh, police agency, Golden Valley Police Department, that has bought um, uh, this device that fits to fits on different uh, types of uh, cars, uh, including Ford, Dodge, and GM police vehicles. Um, it will set off an alarm. It shows officers when someone's getting close to the car. Um, locks your vehicles and rolls the windows. Um, hmm. Again, I think coupled with some of the other things we talked about, about positioning yourself, positioning your vehicle, finding a safe place uh, before anything happens. I think, you know, we're talking about last ditch efforts at alerting uh, an officer uh, before somebody can get the jump on them. Yeah. Um, give us your thoughts. Let us know what you are doing to help prevent an ambush attack on you or your fellow officers. Email us at policingmatters at policeone.com. Thanks again for clicking and thanks again for listening.